Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is a very special episode. It's a very significant episode. I don't know that I've fully emotionally grasped the significance (laughs) of today's episode. And in true Christina fashion, I have no plan for this episode, despite it being very significant. And if you're wondering why it's significant, are you ready for this? This is actually going to be the very last episode of this podcast. (laughs) Can you believe it? Can you believe it? And if you're like, what? What is she talking about? I'm going to explain through this whole episode. I've talked a lot about how 2024 is the year of committing to ourselves, doing the damn thing, like making it happen. And there's a strong energy early this year about resetting. So I have been reevaluating and resetting all of my routines, in particular my health routine, because that is the foundation of my life. It's how I'm able to do everything else. And this has been coming up for me with channeling. The guides have been kind of reaffirming for me, uh, just really making sure that I am on my game with my health and wellness. Which brings me to one of my all-time favorite companies I have been a fan of for years and years, Paleo Valley. All of their products are made from only organic whole foods. They're gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. When it comes to supplementation, I feel like this is probably the sneakiest way that people have added crap getting in their diets. Quality really, really matters. And I love that these are all whole foods-based supplements. Again, this is the time of year when I like restock and make sure I'm set up with everything so that I don't have an excuse of I ran out or what's my routine. So I want to share with you the things I always have in my supplement cabinet that I take regularly that are game changers for me. One, healthy snacks. It is very easy for me if I don't have anything on hand to turn to something not healthy. Yes, I too fall into that. So I set myself up for success. I always have Paleo Valley superfood bars and their 100% grass-fed beef sticks on hand. These are great snacks. It's a great way to add some extra protein into your day. A lot of beef sticks hurt my stomach and these do not. I love the taste. I've tried a lot of different beef sticks and I think these ones taste the best. I love the original ones, but all of their flavors are really good. And with the superfood bars, these are made with over eight organic nutrient-dense superfoods plus grass-fed bone broth protein. My favorite flavors are the red velvet and the lemon meringue. My boyfriend and I literally fight over these bars and I also love to have these as like a healthy quote dessert. They're not unhealthy at all, but they taste like dessert. There's no added sugar, but for me, when I'm snacking, I will either go for a beef stick if I want something savory and a superfood bar if I want something a little bit sweeter and satisfies me. I'm not left hungry and I know I am doing something good for my health and wellness. I also make sure to stock up on their bone broth protein. I use this in shakes. This has made a huge difference in my skin, in my hair, in my nails, and other supplements that I stock up on in this time of year. I just did my yearly like restock. The vitamin C, I feel like everybody needs a good vitamin C in their lives. It's great for the immune system. This is made from all organic superfoods as well as their grass-fed organ complex. If you're looking for like a multivitamin, that's better. And wild caught fish row. Um, my new obsession, I have been on an omega three kick. The guides have been bringing up omega threes again and again, fish, fish, fish. And this doesn't have, you know, a fish row taste, but you're getting all of the health benefits. I feel like this has helped my skin so much. It has helped my brain so much. My cognition is just like 
next level. That goes hand in hand with like, I think of these kind of going together as things that I've upped in my diet that have made a game changer is also the extra virgin olive oil. So Paleo Valley actually now has organic extra virgin olive oil. As you guys know, there's so much crap in most olive oils. A lot of them are just cut with canola oil. Yes, even the good ones you think you're buying at the grocery store. I use olive oil for everything. It is packed with polyphenols, supports against oxidative stress, controls inflammation, great for brain health. So I'm so excited that Paleo Valley now has super high quality extra virgin olive oil. So if you go to paleovalley.com slash CTC, you can get 15% off your order. That's P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com slash CTC for 15% off. Stock up, get your new year started on the right foot and set yourself up for success. I am getting close to officially, officially 10 years, not quite there yet, of podcasting. Podcasting has been a huge part of my life. I have grown so much through this. I have met some of the most incredible people in the world through this. This podcast has been one of, I mean, probably the longest significant relationship in my life <laughs> and has been with me through so many transitions. And, you know, here we are again in a massive transition, which is really what I want to talk to you about in this episode. So like any long-term relationship that's going to, you know, be a part of your life, when we change the the container has to change too. So this will be the very last podcast of this specific podcast as it is. However, that just means that as I rebirth the podcast into a new podcast, it's just going to get even better. So I'm not stopping podcasting. I will be continuing podcasting, but we are going to go through a death and rebirth with this show specifically. So I, I've been kind of going through stuff as, as we all have. And I'm going to kind of work backwards here. I'm going to be taking a couple weeks off, not really off, but energetically off from the containers I've set up to really recalibrate and my team is working very hard, shout out to them, <laughs> to get us prepared for our relaunch really is what it is. A new vibration, new containers, and that includes this podcast. So we're changing the name, we're changing the energy, we're changing a lot of things about the style and everything just feels bigger and better and bolder. And I'm really excited about it. So I hope you're excited about it too. And that's just kind of the process that we're going to be going through. And I'll kind of share more about that as well behind the scenes. So, you know, I won't be podcasting for a few weeks. I'm going to be gone off social. My team will, will probably post, well, they will post announcements on my social for me related to some things that I'll share about here next. And I'm going to, you know, go and go through a death and honor the death of this and let myself fully rebirth and then re-enter the space anew, fresh anew. So I'm really excited about it. 
It feels so right. And I do want to talk about kind of what led there and, you know, all the reasons why we're doing that. I'm really excited. I feel great, honestly. So only good things, only good things. But I think I'm still kind of, yeah, I was thinking about this episode. I'm like, wow, this is going to be the last episode of the Christina, the channel podcast. And then it's going to change into a different podcast, an even better podcast, you know, and that's the beauty of any long-term relationship is, is you get to go through a death and rebirth together and start a completely fresh container with the same entity, (laughs) so to speak. So I'm excited about it. I hope you guys are too. And I'm, I'm doing this all totally backwards of probably what anybody would tell me to do, but that's just how I'm doing it. As I am gone for the next few weeks, I want to tell you some things that we are uh, rolling out. And I just kind of want to start the episode here because not everybody listens to the whole episode. So just some PSAs that this is what's going on. It's going to be great. I'm going to, you know, peace out for a sec and we're going to be doing our stuff behind the scenes and can't wait to re-enter. So there's a couple of exciting things that are going along with that. This will be happening while I am gone. So that's why I'm telling you ahead of time. You know, one of those things, which I'll probably get more into later, is we are doing a a cleaning up of the house. (laughs) And I'm doing that everywhere in the business. Obviously, I've been doing that in my life. I've been talking about that a lot. And we're like really doing that big time with the business. And, you know, I think when you're cleaning house, you kind of always still find some other things after you feel like you do the main clean cleaning of the house. But I'm going to do a large bulk of that as we really shift into this new frequency. And the thing that I know to be true from all the death and rebirth cycles I've been in in my life and you know, I have that channel of cycles in human design. So it's like, I, re- I really got to close old cycles to fully re-enter new ones. But whether or not you have that cycle energetically, from what I see psychically and in energy healing, working with clients, it's like we really, for us to really launch into a new phase, we really do have to kind of close a lot of these energy loops that are not congruent with where we're going. And it doesn't always make sense to the logical mind. So anyway, one of the things that we will be doing is one, removing most of my courses and masterclasses from the website. So if you have been interested in any of those courses, I would recommend paying attention. Um, (laughs) And they'll be up for about a week and my team will be posting on social media and sending out emails to let you know. I think this is all supposed to be a surprise, but whatever. I'm not making it a surprise for you. I just want to let people know, just in case you you do want to, you've been wanting to sign up for one of those. So we are going to be removing those courses from the website. And it's just part of the cleaning house thing, you know, and I love all of those courses and it's amazing information. And, and as we've kind of, really gotten into the frequency of the new rebrand, you know, I just want less on my site, honestly. I just want less on my site. And those of 
those of you who are in my containers with me know I'm like kind of reworking a lot of things already. Um, I'm excited to do more with expanding a high this year. And yeah, I'm just excited to kind of add more into what I'm doing from this new frequency. So anyway, we are going to be cleaning house there. Uh, and my team will be posting about it and sending out emails. So if you're on the list, you'll get notified about that in case you've been wanting to go through abundance accelerator, you know, or any of the manifestation courses that I offer the energy protection masterclass, all those. Honestly, I think I'm biased, but everything I put out, I give 175% to probably more than that. And it's really good stuff. So, you know, if anything calls to you, now is the time to hop in on that before uh, kind of the end of next week. And you'll get emails about that. So that's one thing. We're cleaning up house, just sim simplifying, you know, and that's really been the thing I'm trying to lean into. And that's not an easy thing for me. My, I'm just not like that. You know, I'm, I'm not a minimalist. And so I'm trying to just really lean into that and noticing that, I'm, you know, the resistance underneath why I'm like that. So that's one. And two, the big, the big announcement. And, you know, I wish this was all kind of perfectly mapped out. When you listen to this, there may or may not be a link in the show notes and description. Um, sorry, but if you check back, it'll be added when we have it up. And we will also be, the team will post to social media and we'll be sending out emails. But we're hosting a really exciting event in March, towards the end of March in San Diego. It's going to be a two-day in-person live event. There will be live channeling with the Oracle. It's going to be so epic. And then there will be a day of in-person energy healing and Q&A with me. And it's just going to be pure freaking magic. And I am so excited. Like, I, I'm so excited. The whole team, we're so excited. It's just going to be magical. So some of you in the membership already know about that. I mentioned it. We've just been, um, you know, just finalizing all the details with all of the things that go involved with that before we officially, you know, open up tickets. So recommend getting in on that. Um, there will be an early bird kind of special if you jump in on that, but it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be an amazing opportunity to just be in person together and like feel that frequency. There will be so many miracles and so much magic that happens th that weekend. And it's going to be such a great opportunity to like, really just connect with soul fam and meet people and see people in real life. And I mean, I, I love the membership calls. They're my favorite part of the week. I always tell Andrew after I get off a call, I, I come down and I just am like, spinning in a circle with joy. And I'm like, I literally just want to, just want to channel like that every day. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. And so I'm just so excited to, to do it in person. And I just think it's going to be even next level magic. So depending on when you listen to this, there might be a link to, to learn more about the event and buy your ticket. If you're interested in that, I would love to see you there. Uh, if not, you know, just pay attention on social media. We'll for sure be sending out emails and I'm just beyond excited. So it's gonna be so much fun. Um, is there anything else I want to say about that? I don't think so. I, I don't really have words to articulate how pumped I am. I mean, this is really like what I want to be moving into more is just a lot more in-person experiences in, in every way. And that's where also a lot of the changes will come with the podcast, um, I'm just wanting to be in person more, you know, and, and 
facilitate more in-person experiences for the community um, of, you know, a variety of different kind of sizes. And I think that will be super fun. And I think a lot of us just need that. Well, I know I need that. I, I love that. I need that the most, like we really need community. Um, and I know a lot of you are feeling that too. So it's going to be a lot of fun and I really hope to see you there. And those are kind of like the two big notes I wanted to let you know about before I kind of peace out for, for a little bit. There also is not going to be a Feb energy update for the podcast, but I will post one to YouTube in the next few days or so. So I'm going to be a few days late. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, Feb is going to be huge. I, as I had recorded the Feb energy updates for the membership or I go through every Zodiac and they were like really juicy readings. I mean, if you watched it, you know, my face, I was like, wow, this was, I mean, February's big. It's getting wild out here. It's very interesting. So definitely check out that if you haven't yet watched your energy update in, in the membership. You can go to christinathechannel.com slash membership if you're not already a member. We have a seven-day free trial if you want to check it out. Um, but yeah, Feb's going to be big. So I'll put that on YouTube in a few days. What I have been up to, which, you know, if you follow me on social media, no surprise, I have been editing this book. And this next book I channeled two years ago. And it was very, it was very intense for me to channel. It's part two of Manifestation Mastery. So it's the next book for the monarch being that kind of builds on Manifestation Mastery. It's all about love and relationships and different types of soul connections and talk about soulmates and karmic soulmates and twin flames and divine love and family dynamics and just like really new earth relationship templates. And it's very meaty. It's about twice the size of Manifestation Mastery. But I channeled this a very long time ago and it was, it, it was very like, it, it brought up a lot for me, you know? Um, I think for a lot of us, it, maybe, and I know not for everybody, but relationships are kind of the stickier point. And I think especially now on the planet, a lot of people are coming up against this relationship bit romantically, friendship wise. Like I think a lot of these dynamics are kind of hitting their head. So I had channeled that and I kind of sat on it and I, I had the intention of editing it earlier, but every time I tried, it wasn't really working out. I, I couldn't really get into it. I felt like, I don't know. And then I was getting upset with myself because, it, you know, it had been a year and then it had been almost two years and I was like, I've got to get this out and whatever. Um, finally, you know, it was time and I really, really wanted it to get released in Feb. Like that was my goal and I had kind of started... I had set the intention at the beginning of January to edit it and January just flew by for me. I feel like to me, January felt like it lasted so long. Um, personally, I just felt like I was doing so many things and every day just kind of almost just in response to what was going on. And I didn't end up having that space to like really do the deep work. It's like a lot of, it's a lot of deep work and I'm like fully in that vortex and it's, it was just a lot it's been a lot slower for me to edit because I'm like reading it what for what feels like the first time and I'm trying to integrate everything they're saying. And I'm also, you know, sorting through all the, you know, dividing up paragraphs and fixing all the spelling errors. You know, when I'm channeling, I'm like in the trance and I'm typing super fast. And so I know what the sentences say, 
sometimes they're so jumbled. I don't, I have to like figure out, kind of rechannel what they say or ask the guides, but there's a ton of spelling errors because my fingers just kind of flying across the key, the keys. So that's why it ends up taking me a long time because I have to change the spelling of, of most words because I'm going so fast. So anyway, it's really long and I've been trying to digest it and edit it. And it's just took taking me a lot longer than, um, I had planned and my ego is getting really upset about it because I wanted the book out by a certain date. And there have also been a lot of other kind of just very real logistic things that I've been getting kind of pulled into trying to handle that. I just didn't have enough time in a day. Um, and I was tired and all that. So, you know, I ended up, it was taking me too long and I went past the date where the production team could get it out on the day I wanted. And then I got kind of frustrated. Well, I got very frustrated. And now, you know, it always works out how it's supposed to, but doesn't mean your ego doesn't like it, you know? So just being honest, that's how I feel too. I still go through that because I care. I care so much about this. Like there's so many things in my life that I'm so just like neutral about and you know, it's fine and whatever, honestly, most things. And there are certain things like my books, I'm just like so intense about and protective about. <laughs> um, cause I just want to do everything justice, you know, and I, I take the responsibility I have for bringing like these things that I, I'm channeling through like, like a high or like these books. Like I take it very seriously. I mean, it's fun and magical and amazing at the same time, but it's, you know, I don't take that for granted. I don't take that lightly. I feel very honored and grateful that um, this gets to move through me and I get to share this with the world. And, you know, I just want to do it justice. So anyway, we're, we're kind of like, you know, I'm doing this whole this whole book launch, which is a, a big, you know, energetic focus and really, you know, should be the only thing we're focusing on. But it just sort of overlapped with a lot of other changes. And um, the last couple of years have been very fast for me and very weird. And I don't know how many of you also felt this energy, but I know a lot of you like, like know that all this was going on. Um, you know, last year I was just on the move so much. I feel like I was on the move so much. I didn't get a chance to stop and breathe. And I think that was kind of by design. And really I've been, I was thinking a lot about how the last couple of years things have just, there's been like something that's felt kind of off, like not quite clicked into place. And I didn't know what it was and it was really bothering me. And, and I was also thinking about when I wrote this book, when I channeled this book, it was such a big initiation for me. As I've been editing it, I've been tapping back into the emotions I felt during that process and everything it kind of made me reflect on and, how it made me reevaluate my relationships and myself. And there was just so much it brought up in me that even had nothing to do with the book, but it was a very big personal initiation and activation. I just remember after channeling it, I felt like I was halfway through this birth where I was like, I, I just kind of got initiated into a different frequency of what I'm here to share on the planet. And I was kind of digesting that, but didn't really know exactly what it looked like. And I halfway birthed it and it hasn't been full. It's not fully birthed until it's out and published. And as I'm editing it, it's like, whoa, I'm almost like, it was like, I partially turned the corner. And then this is like a full turning the corner. And I'm like, wow, like here I am 
experiencing sort of the second half of that activation and it's really potent and powerful for me and it's perfectly it really is perfectly time because timed because it's coming with me in this like new era it really is a very distinct new era for me and this for sure relates to I mean I feel kind of like I kind of don't like talking about this because I don't want to just be like talking about myself but it's happening for a reason you know and it's this second birthday thing which has been this continued process of me understanding. And to be honest, like I just don't know always how to articulate that. And it frustrates me because I don't know how to articulate it. And I know it's something that like isn't that relatable. I just don't usually talk about it. But I'm I'm coming to understand more and more like how that happening is kind of well, it's helped me understand things about the soul and the oversoul and how we shift uh, throughout our lives. It's just kind of deepened a lot of these lessons for me and it's sort of an extreme experience. But a lot of the lessons in there I think are relevant for all of us in going through these these very real death and rebirth, you know, cycles in, in our in our lives and that's always gone on for me. And I know it goes on for a lot of you too but I've just never really experienced anything quite, quite like this. Um, and I kind of realized that part of why things have felt so odd for me the last couple of years and sort of, well, that piece that I was saying, like something hasn't quite clicked that I was trying to figure out was related to that new birthday, you know, and that came in and it was, you know, for a long time leading up to that, I knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen. And I didn't really know how to, I mean, I was as prepared as I could be, but I wasn't emotionally prepared for that, but I, I was prepared. You know, I was told I was guided. I was, there was a lot of information coming through for me about that. I had mentors around me who were supporting me in it. And like, I, I knew that was going to happen. And then it happened and, you know, it's very, it's just like hard to explain to people or even make sense of when I'm still trying to make sense of it myself and all the complexities that I'm learning more about every single day. But what's sort of been happening over the last few years is that, that other piece of me that came in just always felt like, honestly, like the real me. And that piece of me was in me when I was younger and then like kind of left. And so, and it's another soul it's another soul. So when that came in, suddenly I was kind of like, whoa, this feels like home again, but it's also so different because I've been, I've been something else for the last, you know, 26 years. And well, I guess this last 20 years. <laughs> and what kind of fell off was that that piece was trying to fully snap in and the old piece was slowly dissolving away and I had a lot of people around me you know I've had so I have such such amazing people around me I'm so grateful for um and I had I've had a lot of people around me whether it be close friends or um different you know healers I know different intuitives I know and just like throughout the journey of the last few years a lot of people in different ways have said to me like yeah it just feels like there's just this dissolving thing kind of going on. Like it's, you would think that would be just a fast transition, but it's more of a, like a slow one. And 
um, I've been experiencing that and it's a very weird feeling. It's like you don't, you're not fully anchored into either, I guess, soul vibration. And it's also kind of, I mean, it's very emotional. So it's a weird thing to navigate. Um, and I think through all of the deaths and rebirths that I've had in my life, like that energy is literally making me emotional. Like the thing I, the way I got through all of that was because I had such a solid sense of who I am at my core. Like no matter how much of the identity shifts or like the reality shifts or, you know, it's a huge upheaval. It's like at my core, whether I'm Christina Rice Wellness or Christina the channel, like where that was, you know, that's one example of this, a death rebirth phase and a brand, a very different me and a very different frequency, but like still underneath at my core, it was like still just a different iteration and a new expression of that soul frequency that I knew so well. And like, that was my stability. And <laughs> this is a very different process where it's like, I didn't have that. I was, I was like, I didn't have that to hold me. You know, I had, um, I was relearning, <laughs> uh, and it really hasn't felt like until this year, like in the last month that, <laughs> that new soul frequency has actually like anchored in and activated in and I'm starting to feel like solid again and that underlying frequency, you know, and so it's felt just kind of strange for the last two years and that was a piece I hadn't fully clicked, clicked into place and, you know, my guides kept telling me and other people kept telling me like, you know, they keep just saying things like, remember a, from like a full birth, how long does that take? If you think about a conception to a birth, like let's say that's nine months, <laughs> give or take the, the kind of energetic of that. And I literally, you guys, like, I mean, I went through a phase, like when I right after that happened, I was literally on a milk diet for like months <laughs> because I was like, my body had to be treated like straight up like a baby. Like I couldn't, like it was that literal. Um, and it's a very weird thing to go through. I can't even believe I'm, part of me is like, I can't even believe I'm talking about this. This is, this is my life, but you know, whatever. This is just who I'm here to be. I'm here to be very odd and share all of it. Um, but very grateful that everybody, you know, that the other wild thing about it is I'm like, I can't believe this is my life. I can't believe I'm talking about this stuff. I can't believe I'm, I go through this shit. And then I actually like tell people about it publicly. But the other part about it is I'm like, the people who listen to this podcast don't even think this is weird, which is like so amazing, <laughs> you know? And, um, yeah, I just felt like it, because of what I was going through, there was such a hermit energy. I really had to lean into, I really had to lean into my hermit to kind of navigate that space. And it's sort of like, you know, when you're, when you're in the middle of, of something, of certain things, that's not the place where, like, for me personally, I just don't think for most people, like, that's where we need everybody else's opinions or, like, you know, when I'm going through my own process, I like to let myself be in my process and I ask for the support that I need, but I'm also, like, very aware of, I don't need, like, too many other energies around me. Um, I like to let things crystallize within myself. So, 
I feel so much better feeling like, wow, I'm like finally, I feel like I'm like 99% crystallized and it's this really beautiful place to be. And with that, you know, as I have been feeling into every form of expression in the last few years, everything, like nothing has felt quite right. And nothing has felt quite me because I wasn't fully crystallized in the new me, if that makes any sense. And so that came down to just kind of everything, like everything. It was like how I want to decorate my home and how I want to dress and how, like what color I want my hair to be. And, you know, it's like how I communicate and, um, you know, branding things and, and content styles and, um, like, I don't know, just all of these random forms of expression that come out in every single way, like whether that for, I mean, for me and like my career, but my personal life, you know, and I was just like, okay, I kind of like that. And like, yeah, but also not quite right. And nothing felt quite right because for all the reasons I just described and things are finally starting to feel quite right. And, and what I really realized, um, thanks to a lot of the reflections from the people on my team was that there were, it was like the things that now feel like, yes, this is resonant were a lot of things that I was kind of resisting the most. And I never wanted that to be the answer. Like I had, it was just like a lot of things that I just did. I was, I didn't want it to be the answer. Like, and, and, and so I looked at everything that I think I don't like, like expression wise. I don't like that style. I don't like that color. I don't like that. Like the things I was like, no, that's not me. I started to really go into and be like, is that really not me though? Or like, why do I have such an energy toward this? Why do I have such an energy toward this? Um, and then I started to kind of go into those things and trying them on. And I was like, I actually do kind of like this. I actually really like this. Wait, is this actually, has this been the thing? That's like, yeah, this is me. So I'm not sure, you know, how much this is making logical sense, but I'm sure you're getting the, the transmission underneath it. One of the things that I always focus on is sleep because I know that if I can really get a good night's sleep, that is going to have a ripple out effect and positively affect everything else in my life. 70 million Americans have chronic sleep issues and half of Americans deal with sleep deprivation. So I'm assuming a lot of you have probably dealt with this at some point in your life and I know about that firsthand. One of my favorite brands, Ned, is here to help us with their product, Shut Eye Chai. It's inspired by 5,000 years of ancient healing tradition and is Ned's biggest product launch to date. I have been using Ned products for so long and love them. They have changed my life. The Shut Eye Chai has become one of the most important parts of my day and one of my favorite parts of my evening ritual. It's a mellow super blend latte for sleep that combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium. Seriously, the best ingredients out there wrapped in a heavenly masala chai inspired body. So think cinnamon, clove, ginger, all that good stuff, which is so fall and like pumpkin spice season. It is 
very on brand. It doesn't just set you up for amazing sleep. Ingredients like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha are deeply nourishing to your body on so many levels. So you're getting a ton of additional benefits and it's crafted from the highest grade single origin ingredients, ethically sourced from some of the world's best small scale farms. Shadai Chai is amazing for calming your nervous system, which we talk about a lot here. It's so important for manifestation and for channeling and tapping into our intuitive gifts. It is so nourishing for your senses and Shadai Chai will just send you peacefully off to dreamland where you can get all of those activations and downloads. And I will tell you sleep now more than ever. Like we are getting so many upgrades while we sleep. So it's really important to get a really, really good night's rest. It makes the world of a difference. Shadai Chai is all natural. It's made exclusively from functional botanicals, fungi, herbs, plants, minerals, roots, and spices. And what I love about Ned is they are fully transparent. They share third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their full extraction process. Shadai Chai does not contain CBD, caffeine, melatonin, or dairy, so you don't need to worry about any of that. But every evening as part of our wind-down ritual, like we have, especially since moving into this new house, just gotten really into curating our evening rituals because both my partner and I are like realizing how much we really need to focus on sleep. It's a huge focus for us. And so every evening we will kind of ground in. I like to have that ritual of making a little should I chai latte. So I'll put in the powder. I'll fill it up like halfway with hot water and then some nut milk, froth it up. And I will set intention over the beverage. I'll set intention for my sleep and just slowly intentionally sip that in, kind of turn it into a little meditation, getting present. I send a high to it and it just turns into this really beautiful evening ritual. And then we like to sit on the couch and connect. And it's a great way to just end the day and really makes a huge difference in terms of sleep. We've both noticed our sleep has totally changed since really refining our evening ritual. And that means when I wake up the next day, I don't feel groggy. I feel ready to go. I feel excited. My channel is clear and I can create all this incredible stuff for all of you. And I'm just, you know, a better friend, a better partner when I am feeling good. So if you want to find out how Shadai Chai can revolutionize your sleep, you can get 15% off with the code Christina. Just go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter code Christina at checkout. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A to get 15% off. Sweet dreams. It's been a very interesting personal exploration and and I'm really grateful for this experience at you know, whenever you go to like the depth of a, an experience like this, it just helps me. I feel like see other people more deeply, you know, cause I, I, you know, when you've gone through an experience and other people are going through their own death and rebirth cycles, um, yeah, I can just kind of feel into that experience even more deeply in a very different way from a very different angle. And I think that for a lot of people, you know, without having a walk-in, people are f- feeling a similar thing of like, wow, my unique soul frequency is really turning online and really a different iteration of a lot of people's soul frequencies are turning online. And that's what, you know, we've been talking about with, it, it feels like a new incarnation within the incarnation, like a whole new phase, because a lot of people have completed a lot of the contracts and are kind of moving on to the new phase and can feel like a hard left. And that can all happen, you know, within your soul, like, within your soul frequency, but it's almost like another 
if you think of like D- a D- like DNA code or RNA, imagine like a, that there are portions not turned on, which is true, and the rest of the portions turn on, and now new things are activated. And it wasn't that it, it wasn't there to begin with; it just wasn't fully activated. And in terms of, of soul frequency, that's happening for a lot of people. So, you know, a lot of people I feel will be feeling this type of energetic and. Um, I have found through this, I have just needed to give myself grace and be gentle with myself and, um, be okay with being in my own process and my own process of experiment, experimentation and getting to know myself. And, um, you know, it's a very human thing for me to feel kind of like bad, like that. I, I feel, I'll feel bad if I don't have it all together, if it's not all crystal clear for everybody around me. And the thing is, it just hasn't been crystal clear for me. So it's just been whatever it's been. And so, you know, I always just do my best and, um, it's like, Hey, we're, we're here on the journey together and letting it be that. And part of why I share that is because I, I know that feeling of like, I mean, it's, it's the void in many ways. And I think a lot of us we feel that kind of sense of the void or we feel like we we already know what's on the other side, but things aren't quite clicking. Like it's that sort of feeling. And I think we can feel a lot of pressure to make decisions from that place. And I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last few years is one, to be okay with just making temporary decisions and not try and force myself to make long-term decisions until I get to the place where things feel more crystallized. Like if I'm not sure, then I'm not sure. And and that's okay. And I'll be sure when I'm supposed to be sure. And so if I need, I either just don't make the decision or I just make a temporary decision. And I've had to really learn that because I want to just make the long-term decision and not change, but it's just like not really how it goes. You know, that's, that's one of the big lessons I've gotten to learn through this. And And I think the other piece is how often we maybe don't allow that full, full death experience. And I think that what I really needed, what I've really needed has just been a period of like true nothingness, true nothingness, where I could just fully let the energy die and fully rebirth into the new. And I just haven't really let myself do that. And I I honestly feel like what's happened in the last two years. Well, I don't feel like I know. I could have collapsed had I been like somewhere in there. Hey, I'm going to be gone for a month or even a weekend. Like, and I'm going fully dark and no one's talking to me and I'm not talking to anybody. And I'm just being with myself in the darkness for a second. And I really, I know that would have shifted the timeline. That's fine. And instead it was kind of like a halfway in like, going through it, but still doing all my day-to-day things. And this goes back to, you know, I've, I've done whole podcasts about this, but this is a really important part of shifting into like the next iteration of ourselves, which I know a lot of people are. And it can feel very frustrating when you feel that other iteration of yourself and you want to be that iteration of yourself, like it's so close, you can taste it, but it feels like it hasn't quite snapped in. It's not quite embodied yet. And I guess my point with sharing all this is that that can unfold in a number of different ways and it can still unfold the slow way. Like I just did this the slow way. 
Um, and there have been other death and rebirth cycles. I did the fast way and I did this the slow way. I think maybe for like the first time in my life, I did it the slow way, which is a good learning lesson. You know, it's not really what I usually do, (laughs) which was, you know, not releasing all of my ties and attachment and just fully letting the death happen and then going into the rebirth. And that's kind of what now we're doing at the tail end of it to let it fully, fully relaunch, so to speak. But I've talked a lot about, you know, our relationships and our day-to-day tasks. And we think about all the things that we do and all the ways that we show up and all the people that we talk to and all of our routines and habits and how those are all vibrationally attached to a certain iteration of us, right? Which is one of the reasons why if you assign a certain routine or hobby or anything, way of dressing to the next iteration of you and you just start doing it, it can vibrationally launch you into that next iteration of yourself. It's just one manifestation hack, so to speak. It can help us because we kind of create that, we're creating that association. You can make that up, you know, it's whatever you want it to be. But I think a lot of people don't think about it from the other side, right? Where it's like, okay, yeah, so if I dress like, you know, the abundant version of myself, but, but what about all the other things I'm doing that are still tying me to the old version of myself, so to speak? You know, and I think for me, that was a big thing about moving. Like I had to move. That forced all my routines to change. That forced what I was doing every every day to change and, and who I was, who I'm talking to every day to change. And so it's been more of a slowly but surely, like kind of all these habits and routines and uh, things I'm doing have shifted. And as those have shifted, it's kind of, put me in a new space, a new energetic space where things can actually change. But I think one of the places where this shows up the most for people is in, I mean, relationships and friendships. And, um, you know, there are many people and relationships where they offer you that space to transform and shift and change. That's beautiful. And there are other relationships and and really more specifically just dynamics within relationships. It's not always about the other person, but it might just be kind of the dynamic that can kind of hold us as that old iteration of our, of ourselves, you know, and I have always found, I'm not saying anybody has to do this or this is the only way I'm just saying, I think that's one of the reasons why in my life, the way that I approach friendships I'm, I'm not a quantity person. Everybody knows this about me. You know, it's like text me. I might get back to, you know, in three months. I might not ever. I know that's, you know, maybe people think that's bad, but it is what it is. Like, I just don't think we're supposed to, I, I mean, I just, I have other things going on. It is what it is. Everyone knows that about me. Um, but even with friendships, like, you know, I've never been the kind of person that's going to hang out with my friends like every week. <laughs> Um, I'm definitely a less is more. I'm more of a quality over quantity and it's just how all my close friendships have always been. And I like it that way. And I think a big reason why I've always geared toward that is because it's made all of my personal shifts a lot like easier when I'm like, Hey, every weekend we do this. And every day we talk about that. It's like, and cause I've gotten in relationships, I have certain relationships where we start to get in those patterns and I I can feel like that it holds me into that version of me because it's holding me in that dynamic because it's so regular and consistent. And when there's more space for me and whatever I'm doing, it offers more room for me to just kind of grow and change. And um, then I I grow and change and the relationship kind of recalibrates along with me and, and vice versa as 
my friends are going through their own changes and upgrades and shifts because it doesn't have this like distinct effect on the dynamic. In fact, it's kind of exciting because then every time we're getting together or visiting each other, whatever it is, it's like, what's new? And there's always so much to share. And you're really getting to know that person in a new way every single time. It's never boring. And I never had really thought of it that much that way, but I really do think that's kind of a component of it, you know, and it's one of the reasons why when we, let's say we get a new friend group or um, it's like whenever we step into a brand new energy of people that we're around, I mean, that's just open space, right? And you can recalibrate a lot more easily versus like being in the dynamics that you have, you've attached to, uh, or you've assigned to or relate to, Hey, this is the other version of myself. Like it's got to feel different for you to feel different is, is how I think about it. And so, um, for me, a lot's just naturally changed, with my schedule and the move and, you know, bringing in a new team. And it's just a lot of fresh energy. And that kind of like fully gave me space to, to move forward. But I think I've realized will change, crystallize. What I've really realized is I'm like, I need, I need to just really go dark. Like I just need to go dark. And it goes back to, you know, within business, and I've talked about this before, like something we've really lost in a lot of places. And there, there are many businesses that, that do run this way. And especially, you know, I remember, you know, going, when I went to France a couple months ago and it, it was like half, you know, almost everywhere that we went was closed because it was summer. And so everybody took summer off and I was like, wow, I kind of hate this because I want to go to this restaurant. But I also love this because that's so great that that's just a normal thing over there. And here it's like, there's a general kind of, hey, expecting consistent output, expecting consistency. And whatever somebody else has assigned is consistent. Um, Like it it reminds me about, it reminds me of like with health advice, how all the health advice is geared toward the male body and male hormonal cycles, which are very different than female hormonal cycles, you know, and the seasons that we go through. It's very different, but nature goes through seasons. I mean, we all go through seasons, we don't really honor those seasons anymore. And I think that's where a lot of dysregulation has gotten, uh, has come up, you know, like it it makes sense to me. Everybody's so tired and burnt out and confused and doesn't know what they want and things aren't working because we're, we don't honor any seasons and seasons are where things change and and regrow and shift and uh, die and then rebirth. And that's just like the cycle of of life. (laughs) That's how nature works. Um, and so, I think that over the years I have honored that in different ways and I'm being pushed to honor that in even in deeper ways of like really, really building in. Hey, like I know my high output times and then I also need to honor when it's like completely fully dark. And and for me in my life, and I'm sure for most people, it's like I might go fully dark in one area, but then there's five other areas I'm not, you know, um, And so it's not really fully going dark. And how often do we fully like quote go dark? And I'm talking about like, hey, I'm not on social. Hey, I'm not available for communication. Hey, I'm also like not hanging out with people. I'm not doing social things. I'm not being busy. I'm like really just like with myself. There's no energy attachments I'm doing anything with. And let me just see what happens when I get here. So I I really think that 
for me, I've, I've realized, you know, got to go all in, got to go all in for it to fully rebirth. And that's kind of what we're doing. And I've just also been excited to bring a fresh energy, bring a fresh container. Um, and you know, I, I know the magic of changing the container. Changing the container can be moving. It can be redecorating. It could be changing your wardrobe. It could be getting a new hairstyle. It could be renaming something, renaming an offer, renaming a podcast, um, you know, whatever. Shifting the container makes a huge different difference in, in whatever way. Um, you know, and I... I'll give an example with, you know, I've done this with clients and when I, you know, with different mentors I've had, we've done this where it's, let's say my package is a year and the end of the year comes up and I'm technically going to get the quote, same package, like same deliverables. But we always have the conversation about like, Hey, like what do, what, what do I want here? Do we want the same style, the same number of calls, the same number of deep dives, the same access? Do I want something different? There's always that conversation. Um, and usually I end up doing, you know, something similar or maybe I'll add something. And then, and then it's the question of, okay, what are we doing to change the container though? And so usually it'll be something like adjusting the price point or it'll be as simple as we're renaming it. That's usually always what happens. Like there's a rename. So we'll name the container of whatever I'm in and it's setting the energy of it. And it just feels distinctly different because I just changed the name and it's that, it's that simple, you know? Um, I mean, names hold frequency, names hold frequency. And you know, I was thinking about in my life, like, well, actually, you know, I was talking to Andrew about this the other day, um, how, just how I've watched so many people throughout my life that I know, um, especially the more I had gotten into the spiritual space, how many people have legally changed their name? And previously, like, I didn't know that many people who, who legally changed their name to a totally different name. And I was like, wow, you know, and I would just kind of, notice that about different people, um, for, you know, whatever their reason was and interesting. And I was like, going through this is like the first time I'm really like, wow, like I really, 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 really understand on a visceral level, like why people legally change their name. Like, and, and especially the number of people I know who have legally changed their name and and the people around them were like, why are you changing your name? Uh, but, you know, names hold frequency. I mean, I know a number of people who have legally changed their name just to change the spelling. Just to change the spelling. But it feels like a totally different energy for them. And they start to feel detached from the other name. And I was thinking about, like, all the different um, nicknames I have. And the different people who call me different nicknames. And when they call me that nickname, I immediately, like, connect that nickname with a certain identity. With a certain energy you know, so, um, it brings out a different part of me and I'm sure we can all relate in different ways, you know, think about things like your parents called you or maybe childhood friends call you whenever they, you know, maybe still call you that. It's like, oh, there's kind of this different aspect of my personality that's, that's brought forward that comes up. Um, and it, and it does make me feel, you know, different. And I think that goes back to things like, what's your word for the year, you know, which you could decide on 
whether it be your birthday or the start of a new year or just any random day that you're like, hey, my new year starts here or this next season of my life starts here. One of my favorite questions from, um, you know, whatever those question games is, you know, if, if this season of your life was a book chapter, what would you name it? And I think asking ourselves questions like that is really valuable and just starting to kind of set containers for ourselves because there's an energy to that. Um, and, and I think that's a different way of approaching it versus I'm going to go through this season and as I'm going through it, be like, huh, this is feeling like a rebirth or this is feeling like a crumbling apart or this is feeling like a void or this is feeling like expansion or this is feeling like activation. It's one thing to do that and it's another thing to like look ahead and say, hey, the next season of my life, I am naming this. I'm naming this. And that's, I think, a very empowering place to be. And so as things have crystallized for me and my voice and my creativity, um, you know, I just feel like I've really come back to myself, like the self I didn't know and, or I had kind of lost. And um, I feel like a lot of my creativity has like come back online and things are finally clicking into place. And it's so clear to me of like, this is the direction I want to go in and I'm going to do it full send. And that's a really exciting place to be. It feels like, you know, if you think of your life as a music album and it's like, what's this next album going to be? What are the, the, what's the mood associated with it? What are the colors? What's the vibe? Like, what are the songs about that kind of energy? Um, and really for me, that's where it feels like I'm like really creating life, you know? And this like, kind of creating a whole energy around this next season and setting the container and like, hey, let's see what comes up when we set the container and set the intention around that. And, you know, who knows how long that next container will last or the next season will last. But, you know, we can recreate it then. And I think it kind of just brings forward a lot of what we've been doing um, on the back end with the business has been creation energy of, Hey, the, here are the frequencies and here are the feelings. And this is the next phase. And we want to really like energetically and visually and emotionally and practically represent those energies and, and create this, like create this container instead of just saying it, you know? And so I'm just somebody that I want everything needs to match the vibe, you know? And, um, I think a kind of relaunch of ourselves can be really fun. And so I'm definitely just going through kind of a personal, I'm going to say releasing of, <laughs> releasing of my Aries, which will always be in me because it's in my cellular DNA, but it's just a very different energy. And even the things that, you know, I want to channel about and explore more and what I want to create, it's just a different iteration. And um, I know for me to kind of go all the way in, I got to reset the container. So that's what we're doing. And we're changing a lot at once. And I'm also trying to really, I'm trying to really like let myself go all in on whatever is my current focus instead of trying to do, trying to do so many things at the same time or trying to like maintain this over here when I really need to go fully into this over here. And that was one of my, my big lessons with this book. Like I was like, I, I need three weeks where I'm not doing anything but editing this book and focusing on it because that's what it deserves. And that was a big realization. Um, I'm like, I can't try and manage 
this over here and this over here. I want, I want to just be all in and one thing at a time. And that's been a big unlearning for me of like, and it's not that I don't think multitasking is helpful in many ways, but I think it's, you know, having that full spectrum of experience. And there was a time where my expansion was learning to kind of multitask and be smart and hack time and things like that. Uh, <laughs> be smart with my time and hack it. And then I got to the point where I'm like, I need to go to the opposite side of the spectrum and truly one thing at a time, like go on a walk and don't listen to anything, you know, or just cut vegetables and be making dinner and don't be doing anything else at the same time. Don't be listening, talking on the phone to somebody at the same time, you know, or even with like work, it's like, and this is one of the things that we're really trying to shift. You know, it's kind of exciting to have a new team and we're figuring this out together and all new systems, all new structures, all new energy, all new flows. And Hey, what would it look like for us to actually be all in on one thing at a time? Like really, really, really fully. Um, and so we're, we're experimenting and we're learning and I like to be in that experiment, you know, and share that experiment as we're going and see how that, um, might inspire or spark ideas in in the community here. So a lot of changes are happening and I feel very excited. So I'm going to go peace out. I'm kind of finishing up some of the last things I want to quote finish up um, in the next few days and then really let myself go dark. And in that darkness, let myself really crystallize the rebirth and let me and the team complete our uh, death cycles and rebirth cycles with all the things behind the scenes. So that's what I'll be up to in Feb and excited to kind of step into the new containers that we're setting up for ourselves, so to speak, with the book launch and the new event and, you know, cleaning things up um, and all kinds of other fun, spicy things. So that's what's going on the end of an era. I'm going to be going dark for a few weeks and I'll, I'll be back with you, you know, soon enough. And maybe it's a good time for other people. If you also have been feeling it, maybe you want to kind of go dark too with me. (laughs) If you're also going through a rebirth, which I think a lot of people are. So that's my update. I can't believe it. Um, I don't know how many years at this point this podcast has been Christine of the Channel, but quite a few. And we've had a lot of good conversations, a lot of great episodes, a lot of beautiful things to come forward. And now we're going to rebirth into a new iteration and just make it bigger, bolder, better, you know? So... I will see you here in a few weeks on the new podcast. Stay tuned. (laughs) And like I said, my team will be sending out emails um, about updates and they'll probably be posting to my Instagram stories for me with updates as well about what's going on. And I'm getting excited. I'm very excited. So that's how we're handling February. All right, friends. Thank you for being here with me today and for being here with me for this most recent 
season, chapter, iteration. And I'm excited to see you again very soon with some fresh energy. So we're going to say goodbye to Christina, the channel podcast and hello to dot, dot, dot to be continued, whatever comes next. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I hope you have an amazing month and I will see you in a few weeks on the new and improved podcast.